Hi, let me start off today's episode with a disclaimer. I am not a fitness guru. You can call me an enthusiast, a fitness enthusiast. Because con- I'm concerned and I think about my health and longevity. I want to watch my son grow up. And I want to lead a long, healthy life for that. Not a long, frail, disease-prone life. Now, many people, you know, over the past one or two years have been asking me about how to get fit or how to get healthy. But I've noticed that only a handful of them are actually willing to put in efforts when it comes to implementation. And that's the sad truth these days. People want shortcuts, but do not want to invest in their health. What have we become? You know, I'm not trying to be righteous over here, but I'm just trying to raise awareness, you know, and I've been doing that when I meet people, when uh, I, I socialize and when conversations steer towards health and fitness, I might sometimes go off the wagon, you know, and probably talk too much. But then it's just it's just for everybody's awareness, because I became aware in the past two years, even after being a doctor for more than 17 years, you know, so I mean, it's 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 all about your health. Your health is in your hands. So, you know, I always talk about the research that I've done in the past two years, plus my medical experience of about 17 years. One should understand that all chronic diseases are dysfunctions at the cellular levels and only and only food gets to that cellular level and probably some anti-cancer drugs, but nothing else. That is it. Not your statins, not your insulin, not your diabetes drugs, not any of the other of the thousands of drugs, you know. Uh, so one needs to understand that nutrition is really important. There's this new term called Nutrivore, you know, uh, uh, which, which, which just underlines the fact that your nutrition is important, what you take, how much of nutrients are there in the food items that you're taking, what is the bioavailability of those, uh, uh, nutrients that, uh, uh, that you're eating, uh, what is the bioavailability? So by, by bioavailability, I mean, how much is the absorption, how much of it is going to get absorbed uh, into your body. That is very, very important. And and a lot of my research has shown that, you know, more if you steer towards more of an animal-based diet, uh, you will get many more nutrients than a plant-based diet or a vegan diet, which is absolutely nonsense. Uh, uh, the vegan diets, I'm sorry, but it is. Uh, you, you'll get way more proteins, omega-3s, EPA, DHA, iron, vitamin B12, saturated fats, which are good for you. They're all good for you and they're highly bioavailable in an animal-based diets. You know, vegans and vegetarians without supplements, they have no nutrient density. I mean, I've seen a lot of lot of frail and fragile uh, vegetarians who have no lean muscle because there are hardly any protein intakes in them. You know, and trivial falls just cause fractures. Now, you would obviously know a lot of vegans and vegetarians who are really fit. Uh, the movie stars, uh, the sports people. Uh, don't forget, they take a lot of supplements because they cannot get the right nutrition from their vegan or their vegetarian diets alone. Remember that. I'm not saying cut off all vegetarians, uh, all, all vegetables, but focus more towards an animal-based diet. You slowly, when you, you, you will definitely start feeling much, much better. And there's this myth that having an animal-based diet causes a lot of diseases it does not you know so i'll i'll, I'll talk a, lot, a little bit of evidence here uh, there's a study called uh, the meat intake and cause specific mortality and this was a pooled analysis of asian prospective cohort studies um, and and the conclusion was that there has been an increase in meat intake in asian countries 
However, our pooled analysis did not provide evidence of a higher risk of mortality for total meat intake and provided evidence of an inverse an inverse association with red meat, poultry, and fish or seafood. Red meat intake was inversely associated with cardiovascular disease mortality in men and with cancer mortality in women in Asian countries. So this is just one of the studies, you know. So, I mean, when I talk to people about uh, how I got fit, uh, so I usually tell them the things that I have cut off from my diet. So, uh, sort of like an elimination diet. So, I cut off all refined oils and seed oils. They have a lot of linoleic acids, which is absolutely pro-inflammatory. They have a lot of bleach. Uh, you know, they're, they're, they're highly processed and have a lot of GMO in it. They're <coughs> genetically modified crops. So, Cut off all refined oils. What should you have? You should have shudh ghee, good saturated fats. You can have unsalted white butter. You can use uh, virgin olive oils and virgin coconut oils. They had all of these are very very uh, less percentage of linoleic acids, and uh, they're good for you. I do not take any added salt on top of uh, any of the food items I eat, be it salads or be it my eggs. I don't put any uh, extra salt on top. Uh, I'm trying to get some rock salt because a lot of table salt from the sea has a lot of microplastics these days. So we all know that there's about 8 to 10 million tons of plastic thrown in the oceans every year, uh, which is really sad. And that gets mixed up in your salt. So remember that. I've cut off all processed meats, so no salamis or hams for me. They have a lot of nitrates and they're not real, uh, uh, you know, uh, original meat, basically, right? So they're all processed. Uh, I've added a lot of liver and organs because uh, they're very, very, very high in iron. They're, the, they're actually the richest source of iron and vitamin B12. And you don't want to be iron deficient or vitamin B12 deficient. It's going to cause a lot of uh, uh, trouble for you guys. Uh, I've cut off all processed foods. Probably the only processed food I have is my whey protein. Uh, that's just for my post-workout. I'm trying to look out for the, for the cleanest way. And the day I get it, I will definitely let you guys know. Uh, that's the only processed food I I usually eat. So uh, no chips, no junk, no burgers, no pizzas, no white breads, uh, no bakery goods, no sugars, no rusks, no biscuits, um, no no fruit juices, the packed ones. Uh, so yeah, that I mean I mean if you go go to a market and you uh, look at the center aisles, they're usually full of processed foods and uh, the good foods are uh, in in the corners that's for a reason it, that's all marketing to get you more sick and over the past two or three years uh, i've had i've had my friends 40 year olds come up to me tell, telling me that they've turned diabetic you know they've reached out to me and hats off to them uh, that you know they they understood and they realized that you know things are not going the right way so i've not cited them on any medications you know so the treatment for diabetes before any of the insulins or drugs came out was a high protein and fat diet and that is what you need to, you need to have if you if you correct your diet your diabetes can get cured insulin and those drugs are not the cure for diabetes they just control your blood sugars that doesn't mean that you eat all the junk you want and your sugars go up and you take an insulin i've never seen anybody come off insulin i've only seen them getting added with more insulin because they don't take care of the diets. Why? Because they've got this fallback option of an insulin. You know, so, I mean, I'll, I'll eat whatever I want to have because I want to enjoy my life, which may not be very long. 
and uh, you know any time i have my sugar spikes i'm just going to inject myself with insulin is i don't want to live like that i don't know how people do but uh, that's not something i aim for you know and if you look back at your ancestors your hunter gatherers they were all carnivores right i mean you have a set of teeth uh, to tear open meats right so i mean man has always been on animal based diets you know they used to have fruits and some roots as survival food when they won't be able to hunt any animals but otherwise they would usually hunt animals and eat those right and do not forget your exercises i mean do whatever you like you need to keep moving uh, do not stay stationary you want to do weight training you want to do strength training conditioning uh, aerobics cardio crossfit uh, yoga cycling whatever you want but do something even the blue zone studies where you know people have lived longer than 100 years have shown that uh, their diets are really really uh, uh, geared towards animal proteins so you know uh, that's really really important now if you if you look at some some of the good parts about uh, meat you know they're they're high in proteins and saturated fats especially if you have the grass fed and the grass finished animals uh, they're really good if you look at the organs if you if you check out the liver if you have chicken liver mutton liver uh, they're they're very high in vitamin b12 they had about uh, 3460% more of the re- the recommended daily intake of vitamin b12 is present in in these livers and they're really good for your red blood cells and your dna and for a healthy brain function if you look at the vitamin a uh, that's about 1100% of the rdi and it's important for your vision your immune function and reproduction your riboflavins are there 200 to 260% of the rdi folates 65% of the rdi iron 80% of the rdi and it's really really important for women also right so the iron in the liver is heme iron and this is easily absorbed by our bodies you have uh, copper you have choline all of these are there in uh, the livers uh so yeah i mean when you when you go on to an animal based diet don't forget the organs also if you look at the omega 3s you have only seafoods right so seafoods have epa and dha they're really really essential for brain development fetal development neuronal and retinal functions uh you know a lo- lack of epa and dha has been shown to cause early onset dementia and alzheimers uh so they're really really important for your brain functions uh and uh, you're not going to get them from a vegan or a vegetable diet unless you're having tons of supplements you know uh, have have a little bit of fibers because these are prebiotics you need these fibers uh, to help you grow a good uh, microbiome in your guts uh, so when you have your probiotics then they're not going to be of any help if you don't have your fibers uh, again cut off all sugars remove all processed foods you know avoid too many vegetables they have a lot of anti nutrients i'm going to come to that uh, soon so they have a lot of anti nutrients like oxalates and phytic acids which do not let you absorb a lot of nutrition from the vegetables not that they have a very highly bioavailable uh, nutrition uh, or a, or a uh, near nutrient uh, composition but uh, avoid a lot of uh, vegetables milk has a lot of advantages uh, it has proteins it has good fats a lot of calcium phosphorus zinc magnesium all of these are really really important for you uh, so you know i'm just going to go through some papers i'll just tell you some bioavailability facts so a lot of people have this misconception that you know spinach and kale is really good for us they are, they have so much of iron in it so 
you know, uh, I'm just going to burst your bubble a little bit. So spinach and kale have about two milligrams of and one milligram respectively of iron in about 100 uh, grams of uh, spinach. And the bioavailability is less than 12%. So you can imagine the amount of yeah. spinach or kale you'll have to eat to get your 11 milligrams of uh, iron a day. Uh, if you look at the calcium in kale and spinach, uh, uh, you need about... 950 milligrams a day approximately and the bioavailability is only 20 percent but again kale and spinach have a lot of phytates and oxalates so phytates and oxalates uh these the con the content of this determines the efficiency of the calcium absorption from the vegetables and uh you know oxalates is a conjugate base of oxalic acid and because it's in a high amount in spinach cabbage broccoli brussels sprouts beetroot rhubarb kales it does not let you absorb even that little bit of calcium that it has. So, you know, uh, this is one of the issues with vegetables, you know. So, uh, I'm trying to avoid them. Uh, they're not very nutrient-dense. You can do your own research and find out more about them. Then if you look at uh, the amino acids that you need, proteins, everybody's heard of essential and non-essential amino acids, right? So, essential amino acids, you have isoleucine, leucine, lysine, methionine, tryptophan, trionine, valine, uh, phenylalanine, and uh, so if you if you look at the bioavailability in the meats uh, for leucine, that's 89 to 99% bioavailable. Uh, lysine, 89 to 100%. Tryptophan, 83 to 100%. Threonine, 88 to 100%. Methionine, 89 to 100%. This is the, bio the bioavailability of proteins uh, from the meats. So, you know... Those are good signs. And uh, for for the micronutrients, uh, meat provides very high proportions of vitamins A, B1, B2, B5, B6, B12, which I've already mentioned before, and a lot of trace uh, minerals also like zinc, selenium, iron, phosphorus, and copper. Uh, I'll be quoting all of these. I'll be uh, citing all of these uh, papers uh, uh, in the text, uh, which you can go through if you want, and you can do your own research also. So then, you know, uh, a lot of people also ask me once I tell them that, you know, eliminate such kind of foods and stuff and no junk food. And it's so funny because most of them usually come out and tell me, that, you know, what should we eat? How lost are we? Listen to what I asked to remove only processed foods, refined seed oils, sugars and reduce your vegetable intakes. You know, uh, and these processed foods also include include your maida and your arta and your wheat products. There is still so much to eat. Remember how your grandparents used to eat. Remember how your ancestors used to eat. You still get those food items, but you're not willing to go into that. Why? Because you're addicted to these processed foods. The big food companies want you to eat their shit processed foods. They're multi-billionaires only because they've made you eat all of these processed foods. Uh, recently, I met a sister-in-law. She's a food scientist. Uh, she's on a PhD in food science in the U.S., and she started working for a multinational and she quit within a month when she understood uh, what exactly goes on over there. She was with these with uh, with with this uh, company called Kraft. You heard it. And she knows a lot of people in that company. And the food scientists over there say they, they, know, they will never eat the products made by Kraft themselves because there's so much of chemicals and artificial flavors and a lot of stabilizers and all of that. Uh, flavoring agents which are put in their food items. Nothing is natural. 
if you look at Pringle, it has a shape, a hyperbole shape. You cannot slice potatoes like that. So they use food glues to make them into those shapes. That is what you're eating. And then they work on something called the bliss point, which is that they, amount, they put the right amount of sugars so that you want to have more. That's how they play with your psyche and your minds. And they fund the biggest organizations and the governments. And then you end up getting chronic diseases. And then you end up buying medications and more medications, which is another billion, multi-billion dollar industry. And they fund organizations too. Doctors were never taught proper nutrition. Remember that. Even I was not. In fact, most of them do not even know nutrition and only speak what these companies have been feeding the psyche of the mass. Like avoid red meat and chicken and increase fruits and vegetables. Nonsense. Tufts Food University, funded by Kellogg's and PepsiCo, they took out a food compass of which foods should be promoted and which should be minimized. Can you imagine? The to according to them, the top food item to be encouraged for everybody to eat was frosted mini wheats. <laughs> what kind of a joke is that? Which is Cheerios by Kellogg's. And then the food to be minimized in the diet is ground beef. <laughs> what a bloody joke, you know. Uh, please, people, do not get conned into it. You know, and now people are getting aware regarding the processed food industry. Horrors which have been afflicted on mankind. These food industries have come out with a new fad. Plant-based proteins and meats. That's another scam. Plant cannot be meats. Plant-based pepperoni will have flavors and chemicals which make it look like and taste like pepperoni. Remember that. It's better to eat pasture-raised pork instead. That's good for the ecosystem and good for your health. And also, like I've mentioned before, plant-based proteins are of no help. They are not protein dense. Also, one pound of plant-based protein production in these processed foods produces four pounds of waste, which is again polluting our ecosystem. These are the next generation chronic disease producing ecosystem destroying profit for a few at the expense of everyone else gimmicks. That was a long one, but yeah, remember that. Do not fall for them. And plus, they used refined oils. There's this company that makes some processed soy protein. I called them out on social media because a celebrity was endorsing it. They were very pro no processed foods and that they are for the environment and all of that shit that you were talking about. But when I asked them why they're using sunflower oil and if they know what it could cause in humans, guess what? Radio silence. So, you know, don't fall for these gimmicks. Uh, if you really want to get healthy, uh, the first thing that you need to go out and do is get yourself tested. Cholesterols are not the issue as long as you are insulin sensitive. Get your fasting insulin, homocysteine, LFTs, your lipid profile, uh, which is extended to apolipoprotein A and B, your HbA1Cs, your testosterones, your cortisols, your vitamin B12, D3 studies, iron studies, thyroid, your estrogens and your progesterones. I am fitter than before, 21 kgs lighter, much more lean muscle mass than in my 17 years of working outs. Uh, I have a legitimate four-pack as verified by my wife. Loving it, and I still party hard without any hangovers. Libido is great. Cortisols are normal. Testosterone is normal. Normal triglycerides. I'm insulin sensitive, and I'm loving it. So why should you not? I'm not saying you're not loving your life. I'm sure you do, but think about the long-term plans. Don't be afraid. You know, I mean, do your own research again. Uh, go out, look out for these uh, idols that I've been uh, following and. Uh, so, you know, reading through their research, uh, Dr. Robert Lustig, Dr. Paul Saladino, and Diana Rogers. Shout out to them. Uh, you know, uh, 
they've opened my eyes and I've done a lot of research and this is what my household is all about now. Uh, so, you know, get fit, stay fit, don't be afraid.